conference is being recorded. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Father, you are our everything, Lord, in the name of Jesus. There is no one like you, Lord God. You are, you are. The every breathe, oh God, you, you are, oh God. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. You are, you are, oh God. Our everything, 
O great and mighty King. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. You are the ray of the sunshine, O Lord God. We thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, you are our daily bread, our bright and morning star, our lily in the valley, oh God. You are, oh God, our absolutely everything, Lord, in the name of Jesus. You are our hope, our desires, our peace. Father God, you are our everything. Oh, great and mighty King, as we open up this broadcast on today, we commit it unto your holy hands in the name of Jesus, so that you can do whatever it is that you would like to do in this broadcast. In Jesus' name, as you enter into our hearts and into our minds, to our souls in the very essence of our spirits, O God, in the name of Jesus. As you meet us, O God, in our place of worship, in our businesses, in our homes, wherever we may be around the world, throughout the nation, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, O Lord. We thank you, O Lord. That even as your word says, as we commit to you whatever it is that we do, you will establish your plan. And we thank you, Lord God. Even as your word declares that you have made everything for your own purpose. And we thank you, O God, that you serve a purpose, O God, in this broadcast, O God, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. So have your way, God. Have your way, oh God. Have total control, oh God, in this place in the name of Jesus. We thank you for the honor and the privilege, oh God, to be in the midst of you, even as you inhabit our praise. We thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Even as we come together on one accord, hallelujah, from around the world, knowing full well, O oh God, that you are in the midst of us. And we thank you, O oh God, that whatever we touch and agree on, O oh God, that it is established in the heavens and in the earth as we come into this place into this broadcast in your holy name. We thank you, O great and mighty King, for your establishment of today in the name of Jesus. Glory be unto the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. What's up, everybody? This is Anthony Brown from Anthony Brown and Blue Terry. And I'm so excited to debut for you my brand new single, Work, from the new project, Everyday Jesus. This song is so special to me because this song is all about love. 
It's all about the fact the greatest love of a Savior that would give his life to both of you and for me. I think in this world that we live in, we're reminded enough of what we'll never become, what we'll never do, and what we can't do. But I want you to know today that he thought you were worth saving. He thought you were worth dying for. He thought you were worth keeping. And because of all of that, not only am I worth it, but so are you. Check it out.
thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. My, 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 what an amazing love, Lord. Thank you. Mm. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. For your love, Lord, your unconditional love, oh, God. We praise you, Lord. We thank you, God, for your love, the love that lifted us, oh, God, the love that protected us, oh, God, the love that preserved us, oh, Lord, God, your love, your love. Oh, what a love, oh, God. Thank you, Lord, for your love, a love that is unconditional. Oh, God, we thank you. We thank you for the love, oh, God, the sacrifice of love, oh God, a sacrificial love, hallelujah, oh God, that you did for each and every last one of us around the world, throughout the nation, a love that is pure, a love that is whole, Lord, we thank you for your love, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, we bless your holy in righteous name. Oh God, you are amazing. You are wonderful. You are glorious. You are holy. You are precious. You are absolutely phenomenal, Lord God. You are glorious, Lord. And we bless you in this place, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. As we trust in you, God, we thank you, Lord God, for your peace in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord God, for our joy. We thank you, O God, for your love in the name of Jesus. There is no one like it, Lord God. Lord God, we come, O God. To stand, oh God, just first of all, just, just to stand in your presence and behold your beauty, oh God. To behold your beauty, oh God, to, to Lord God, to just reverence you. We come, oh God, just in your presence. To just be in your arms. In the name of Jesus. We come, O oh God, to have, O oh God, communion with you on this holy day that you have made. Even, O oh God, as we come, O oh God, standing in your presence, humbly, O oh God, before you, O oh God, but boldly standing against the adversary. As we stand in the gap for your children around the world, throughout the nations, we thank you, O oh God, for the privilege to stand in the gap, O oh God. We thank you, O oh God, for the power, dominion, and authority that you've given over to us to overthrow, O oh God, every power of the adversary in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. 
This morning, oh God, we stand against the spirit of procrastination and hesitation. We stand against, oh God, the spirit of delay, oh God, and, and things alike, oh Lord God, that hinder your dear beloved, oh God, from moving forth in your glory, from moving forth, oh God, in the very things that you've called forth in their lives. For these spirits, Lord God, has hindered your children from moving promptly in the things of you. That caused, oh God, your children to drag their feet. Or, oh God, even not to move at all. They have caused many, oh God, to miss windows of opportunities. That has caused delay in their growth. As well as in those that are around them and those that you've appointed unto them. It calls, oh God, many, oh God, to miss windows of opportunity that would have propelled them, oh God, further in the destinies that you called out for their lives. These spirits, oh God, are holding back, oh God are keeping your children, O oh God, from the places that they need to be, O oh God, to receive your promises. They are hindering, O oh God, uh, ministries and careers and businesses and educational endeavors, O oh God, even marriages and families, O oh God. They, O oh God, uh, in imprisoning your people, O oh God, from obtaining the peace and the joy and, the, and, and, and love, O oh God, due to the resistance that it brings within one's heart. In the name of Jesus. Father, we ask, oh God, that these spirits are cut down at the root, the very core of itself, so that your children will no longer be delayed, oh God, no longer being in bondage, oh God. No longer, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, being held in captivity from obtaining your purpose, oh God, and moving forward in your promises. In the mighty name of Jesus. Your word declares, O oh God, that who the Son set free is truly free indeed. And we stand boldly and firmly, O oh God, on the freedom that we have received in our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. We ask, O oh God, that you will rain down in the land of the living a spirit of readiness, O oh God, upon your dear beloved children across the world, throughout the nations, in the name of Jesus. Let the mind of Christ be attained within us so that we will be prepared for the outstanding future that you have declared for our lives. Let that mind of Christ be in us, O God, that, O God, that we operate in your will and not according to our will. We operate, O God, in your way, O God, not according to our ways, O God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Let the mind of Christ be in us, O God. The mind, O oh God, of obedience, O oh Lord God, no matter what the cost is, in the name of Jesus. Just as, O oh God, let that mind be in us, just as he was prepared to bring forth salvation among men at all costs. Let us, O oh God, be prepared, O oh God, to do the very work that you've called out for our lives, O oh God, our divine, your divine orchestration for each and every last one of our lives. Let us be ready, O oh God, to do it at all costs in the name of Jesus so that we can, that we will, O oh God, flow, flow freely with your Holy Spirit, with no hesitation or reserves in the mighty name of Jesus. 
as you have prepared everything for us so diligently, O oh God. Help us, O oh God, in this place, in the mighty name of Jesus. To push past, O oh God, our flesh, O oh God, to push past that which we have seen, O oh God, that in which we have heard, O oh God, that is contrary to your very word. Help us, O oh God, to persevere until something happened. Help us, O oh God, to pray until something happened, O oh God. Help us, O oh God, in the name of Jesus, to continue to move forth, O oh God, and fight, O oh God, the good fight of faith. Mobilize us, O oh God, in such a way, O oh God, in the name of Jesus, hallelujah, that we are persevering, that we're pushing, O oh God, until, O oh God, hallelujah, your word, O oh God, is manifested in our very lives, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Not looking back, O oh God, not, O oh God, hesitating with the thing, O oh God, not doubting, O oh God, your very word in the name of Jesus, but moving in faith, O oh God, according to that in which you have written. Father, we lack absolutely nothing. You've so diligently equipped us for the very thing, the very purpose in which you have designed us, oh God, and and we thank you. And we thank you, O oh God, and, and we praise you, O oh God, and just even being in a position of gratitude, O oh God, to just finish the race that you've marked out for our lives in the name of Jesus. As you've equipped us for everything, you equipped us for the battle. You equipped us, O oh God, with the skills and talents that needed, O oh God. To be effective and efficient in our very calling. You were sure that we lacked absolutely nothing. Even as of God, you intimately knitted us together in the womb of our dear beloved mother. Father, rouse us, O King, around the nations, just like you did your children in the book of Joel, chapter 3. Rouse us, O God, from places such as procrastination and delay and fear and doubt and, 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 O God, insecurities and low self-esteem in the name of Jesus. Rouse us, O God, from the places in which we have been sold and return us back Unto you, O oh God. Return back unto the enemy, O oh God, that in which he has done into our lives. As he came and killed, stilled, and destroyed. Go, O oh God, and send your angels to reap havoc in his kingdom. Taking back that in which he stole from your dear beloved children, O oh God. Destroying, O oh God, his kingdom. 
in the name of Jesus and killing all of his minions in the name of Jesus. Let every ill intent that we have bought, O oh God, and to be sold. Be given back, O oh God, unto the enemy, O oh Lord, in the name of Jesus. Let us buy your truth and never sell it again. Let your holy word, O oh God, as it is written in Joel 3, chapter 3, verse 9 through 21, go forth throughout the nations and rouse each and every last one of us in the name of Jesus. Even as your word declares in Joel, proclaim this among the nations, prepare for war, rouse the warriors, let all the fighting men draw near and attack, beat your plowshares into swords and your pruning hooks into spears, let the weaklings say, I am strong, come quickly all you nations from every side and assembly there, bring down your warriors, O Lord, let the nations be roused, let them advance into the valley of Jehoshaphat, for there I will sit to judge all the nations on every side, swing the sickle, for the harvest is ripe, come Trample the grapes, for the winepress is full and vast overflow. So great is their wickedness, multitudes, multitudes in the valley of decision. For the day of the Lord is near in the valley of decision. The sun and the moon will be darkened and the stars no longer shine. The Lord will roar from Zion and thunder from Jerusalem. The earth and the sky will tremble, but the Lord will be a refuge for his people a stronghold for the people of Israel, then you will know that I am the Lord your God to dwell in Zion, my holy hill, Jerusalem, will be a holy, will be holy. Never again will foreigners invade her. And that day the mountains will drip new wine and the hills will flow with milk. All the ravines of Judah will run with water. A fountain will flow out of the Lord's house and will water the valley of acids. But Egypt will be desolate, Edom, a de- desert waste because of the violence done to the people of Judah. In those lands they shed innocent blood. Judah will be inhabited forever in Jerusalem through all generations their blood guilt which I have not pardoned I will pardon the Lord dwells in Zion strengthen us in this hour Lord so that we may stand on post and be on guard for we know that the enemy is on the prowl trying to tempt us as he's looking for someone to devour let us be alert in self-control in a state of readiness In the mighty name of Jesus, resisting the enemy deception and standing firm in faith. Remove our doubt and fears, precious Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, so that we can be prompt and prepared for the work of service, for the building of the body of Christ, until we reach in the unity of faith and in the knowledge of your Son. 
and becoming mature and become mature and attaining the the whole measure, the fullness of our Lord Jesus the Christ. Train us, O majestic Lord, in the name of Jesus, to be ready, O God, to speak the truth. But it is only the truth that sets us free. In the name of Jesus. Let us, O God, pay attention and listen to the sayings of the wise. Applying our hearts to what you teach. For it is pleasing when we keep your word in our hearts and we have all of them ready on our lips. In the name of Jesus. Let that spirit be in us, O God. In the name of Jesus, let us be ready, O God, for all things that you have prepared for us. Not mattering, not caring whether it's war, suffering, death, joy, peace, love, growing faith. Our soon-to-come Savior, let us be prepared. Let every heart and mind be ready in the name of Jesus for the charge that you have placed before us, which it is bearable, because you would not give us anything more than we can bear. We thank you, O God, for just equipping us in a state of readiness. As ministries begin, ministries grow, kingdom businesses open up, careers careers are attained, education are um, acquired, marriages are restored, and kingdom marriages going forth. Even as families are reunited and families are starting, oh God, because of the outpouring of your glory, as the body becomes in a position of readiness, oh Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus, God, we thank you, we give you the honor, and we give you the praise. We thank you, O God, for a listening ear. We thank you, O God, for a heart of concern. We thank you, O God, that we can consider all things done as this prayer, hallelujah, is being sealed by the blood of the precious Lamb, who is none other than your phenomenal Son, our dynamic Savior, outstanding brother, loving and caring friend, who is none other than Jesus the Christ. And it is in his most holy and majestic name that we have convened in intercession and we have been empowered. Amen, amen, and amen. To God be the absolute glory. Um, Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Mighty people of the Most High God, as we transition to the word of empowerment, let every heart and mind stay with the spirit of expectations so that God can deliver unto each and every last one of us that in which we need individually and corporately. We're thanking, amen, the true living God for allowing the Holy Spirit to overshadow us um, and have his way teaching and training us the deep mysteries of the kingdom of the Most High God so that God's word can become live and active in our day-to-day living so that when someone sees us, they can see our Heavenly Father as we, we live out his holy word out loud. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Not in just our talk, but even boldly in our walk. 
in Jesus' name. We're thanking God in advance for releasing in our ear gates 1 Kings chapter 11 and 12. And even as his word of truth is released, that it will speak to our situations and speak to our circumstances, that it will speak according to the very destinies that he has marked out for our lives. That it will speak clearly and precisely with divine revelations and divine strategies to carry us even further in the greater things that God has marked out for our lives. Let every ear have an ear to hear the spirit of the true living God as 1 King 11 and 12 is released in our ear gates. Amen. King Solomon, however, loved many foreign women besides Pharaoh's daughter, Moabites, Ammonites, Edomites, Sidonians, and Hittites. They were from nations about which the Lord had told the Israelites. You must not intermarry with them, because they will surely turn your hearts after their gods. Nevertheless, Solomon held fast to them in love. He had 700 wives of royal birth and 300 concubines, and his wives led him astray. As Solomon grew old, his wives turned his heart after other gods, and his heart was not fully devoted to the Lord his God as the heart of David his father had been. He followed Ashtoreth, the goddess of the Sidonians, and Molech, the detestable god of the Ammonites. So Solomon did evil in the eyes of the Lord. He did not follow the Lord completely, as David his father had done. On a hill east of Jerusalem, Solomon built a high place for Chemosh, the detestable god of Moab, and for Molech, the detestable god of the Ammonites. He did the same for all his foreign wives, who burned incense and offered sacrifices to their gods. The Lord became angry with Solomon, because his heart had turned away from the Lord, the God of Israel, who had appeared to him twice. Although he had forbidden Solomon to follow other gods, Solomon did not keep the Lord's command. So the Lord said to Solomon, Since this is your attitude, And you have not kept my covenant and my decrees, which I commanded you. I will most certainly tear the kingdom away from you and give it to one of your subordinates. Nevertheless, for the sake of David your father, I will not do it during your lifetime. I will tear it out of the hand of your son. Yet I will not tear the whole kingdom from him, but will give him one tribe for the sake of David my servant and for the sake of Jerusalem, which I have chosen. Then the Lord raised up against Solomon an adversary, Hadad the Edomite, from the royal line of Edom. Earlier when David was fighting with Edom, Joab, the commander of the army, who had gone up to bury the dead, had struck down all the men in Edom. Joab and all the Israelites stayed there for six months, until they had destroyed all the men in Edom. But Hadad, Still only a boy fled to Egypt with some Edomite officials who had served his father. They set out from Midian and went to Paran. Then, taking people from Paran with them, they went to Egypt, to Pharaoh, king of Egypt, who gave Hadad a house and land and provided him with food. Pharaoh was so pleased with Hadad 
that he gave him a sister of his own wife, Queen Taphanes, in marriage. The sister of Taphanes bore him a son named Ginubis, whom Taphanes brought up in the royal palace. There, Ginubis lived with Pharaoh's own children. While he was in Egypt, Hadad heard that David rested with his ancestors, and that Joab, the commander of the army, was also dead. Then Hadad said to Pharaoh, Let me go, that I may return to my own country. What have you lacked here that you want to go back to your own country? Pharaoh asked. Nothing. Hadad replied. But do let me go. And God raised up against Solomon another adversary, Reason, son of Eliada, who had fled from his master, Hadadezer, king of Zobah. When David destroyed Zobah's army, Reason gathered a band of men around him and became their leader. They went to Damascus, where they settled and took control. Reason was Israel's adversary as long as Solomon lived, adding to the trouble caused by Hadad. So, Reason ruled in Aram and was hostile toward Israel. Also, Jeroboam, son of Nebat, rebelled against the king. He was one of Solomon's officials, an Ephraimite from Zerida, and his mother was a widow named Zeruiah. Here is the account of how he rebelled against the king. Solomon had built the terraces and had filled in the gap in the wall of the city of David, his father. Now Jeroboam was a man of standing, and when Solomon saw how well the young man did his work, he put him in charge of the whole labor force of the house of Joseph. About that time, Jeroboam was going out of Jerusalem, and Ahijah, the prophet of Shiloh, met him on the way, wearing a new cloak. The two of them were alone out in the country, and Ahijah took hold of the new cloak he was wearing and tore it into twelve pieces. Then he said to Jeroboam, Take ten pieces for yourself. For this is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. See, I'm going to tear the kingdom out of Solomon's hand and give you ten tribes. But for the sake of my servant David in the city of Jerusalem, which I have chosen out of all the tribes of Israel, he will have one tribe. I will do this because they have forsaken me and worshipped Ashtoreth, the goddess of the Sidonians, Himesh, the god of the Moabites, and Molech, the god of the Ammonites, and have not walked in obedience to me, nor done what is right in my eyes, nor kept my decrees and laws as David, Solomon's father, did. But I will not take the whole kingdom out of Solomon's hand. I have made him ruler all the days of his life for the sake of David, my servant, whom I chose and who obeyed my commands and decrees. I will take the kingdom from his son's hands and give you ten tribes. I will give one tribe to his son, so that David, my servant, may always have a lamp before me in Jerusalem, the city where I chose to put my name. However, as for you, I will take you and you will rule over all that your heart desires. You will be king over Israel. If you do whatever I command you and walk in obedience to me and do what is right in my eyes by obeying my decrees and commands, as David, my servant, did, I will be with you. 
I will build you a dynasty as enduring as the one I built for David, and will give Israel to you. I will humble David's descendants because of this, but not forever. Solomon tried to kill Jeroboam, but Jeroboam fled to Egypt to Shishak the king and stayed there until Solomon's death. As for the other events of Solomon's reign, all he did and the wisdom he displayed, are they not written in the book of the Annals of Solomon? Solomon reigned in Jerusalem over all Israel forty years. Then he rested with his ancestors and was buried in the city of David, his father. And Rehoboam, his son, succeeded him as king. Rehoboam went to Shechem, for all Israel had gone there to make him king. When Jeroboam, son of Nebat, heard this, he was still in Egypt, where he had fled from King Solomon. He returned from Egypt. So they sent for Jeroboam, and he and the whole assembly of Israel went to Rehoboam and said to him, Your father put a heavy yoke on us, but now lighten the harsh labor and the heavy yoke he put on us, and we will serve you. Rehoboam answered, Go away for three days, and then come back to me. So the people went away. Then King Rehoboam consulted the elders who had served his father Solomon during his lifetime. How would you advise me to answer these people? He asked. They replied, If today you will be a servant to these people, and serve them, and give them a favorable answer, they will always be your servants. But Rehoboam rejected the advice the elders gave him and consulted the young men who had grown up with him and were serving him. He asked them, What is your advice? How should we answer these people who say to me, Lighten the yoke your father put on us? The young men who had grown up with him replied, These people have said to you, Your father put a heavy yoke on us, but make our yoke lighter. Now tell them, My little finger is thicker than my father's waist. My father laid on you a heavy yoke, I will make it even heavier. My father scourged you with whips. I will scourge you with scorpions. Three days later, Jeroboam and all the people returned to Rehoboam, as the king had said. Come back to me in three days. The king answered the people harshly, rejecting the advice given him by the elders. He followed the advice of the young men and said, My father made your yoke heavy. I will make it even heavier. My father scourged you with whips. I will scourge you with scorpions. So the king did not listen to the people, for this turn of events was from the Lord, to fulfill the word the Lord had spoken to Jeroboam, son of Nebat, through Ahijah the Shilonite. When all Israel saw that the king refused to listen to them, they answered the king, What share do we have in David? What part in Jesse's son? To your tents, Israel. Look after your own house, David. So the Israelites went home. But as for the Israelites who were living in the towns of Judah, Rehoboam still ruled over them. King Rehoboam sent out Adoniram, who was in charge of forced labor. But all Israel stoned him to death. King Rehoboam, however, managed to get into his chariot and escape to Jerusalem. 
So Israel has been in rebellion against the house of David to this day. When all the Israelites heard that Jeroboam had returned, they sent and called him to the assembly and made him king over all Israel. Only the tribe of Judah remained loyal to the house of David. When Rehoboam arrived in Jerusalem, he mustered the whole house of Judah and the tribe of Benjamin, 180,000 able young men, to make war against the house of Israel and to regain the kingdom for Rehoboam, son of Solomon. But this word of God came to Shemaiah, the man of God. Say to Rehoboam, son of Solomon, king of Judah, to the whole house of Judah and Benjamin, and to the rest of the people, this is what the Lord says. Do not go up to fight against your brothers, the Israelites. Go home, every one of you, for this is my doing. So they obeyed the word of the Lord and went home again, as the Lord had ordered. Then Jeroboam fortified Shechem in the hill country of Ephraim and lived there. From there he went out and built up Peniel. Jeroboam thought to himself, the kingdom will now likely revert to the house of David. If these people go up to offer sacrifices at the temple of the Lord in Jerusalem, they will again give their allegiance to their Lord, Rehoboam, king of Judah. They will kill me and return to King Rehoboam. After seeking advice, the king made two golden calves. He said to the people, It is too much for you to go up to Jerusalem. Here are your gods, Israel, who brought you up out of Egypt. One he set up in Bethel, and the other in Dan. And this thing became a sin. The people came to worship the one at Bethel, and went as far as Dan to worship the other. Jeroboam built shrines on high places, and appointed priests from all sorts of people, even though they were not Levites. He instituted a festival on the 15th day of the 8th month, like the festival held in Judah, and offered sacrifices on the altar. This he did in Bethel, sacrificing to the calves he had made. And at Bethel he also installed priests at the high places he had made. On the 15th day of the 8th month, a month of his own choosing, he offered sacrifices on the altar he had built at Bethel. So he instituted the festival for the Israelites and went up to the altar to make offerings. Glory to God. We just thank God for the word of truth. Amen. As it is written in um, 1 Kings chapter 11 and chapter 12. Amen. Um, God's word is just always fully loaded and fully packed with strategies and revelations um, from on high. Amen. Um, glory to God. I, I, I just, I, I, I really love just digging into the Word of the Lord and, um, and just, um, being able to grab hold on, onto some things. Amen. Um, glory to God. Some things that would that assist uh, one's walk, um, and walk in in the business of our Lord and. Savior. I just bless the name of the true living God. We're thanking God, amen, that the word as his word was released, that it was deposited on the furnace of our hearts, and that it will prosper in the way in which 
he has sent it. Amen. Um, to God be the glory. Thank you, Jesus. We thank God. We thank God for the word of truth. Um, glory to God. I'm going to go ahead and get us started this morning. I'm going to get us started. Amen. Um, I'm going to get us started with what resonated in my heart the loudest. Amen. I have, you know, so many things, um, glory to God, to just pull out of the word of the Lord. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hone into a specific place on this morning. Amen. Um, glory to God. Um, thank you, Jesus. And I just want to look at a place on strategies on how to preserve the kingdom, strategies on how to preserve your family, your ministry, your your business, whatever it is that God has put your hand unto, whatever the work of the of of the Lord, whatever it is that the Lord has called your hand to do for his kingdom, amen, whatever work that may be, how to preserve a thing. I mean, here we find in the book of First Kings chapter 11 through 12, we find King Solomon, amen, I'm going into in I'm going coming into a place where the company that he kept, um, amen, um, caught, corrupted his morals, corrupted his behaviors, corrupted his attitude toward the Lord, and and because it did a thing, amen, it caused it, um, it caused it the the um the kingdom to be removed from him. It caused the kingdom um, to be transferred, the majority of the kingdom to be transferred, um, amen, um, in the hands of another, amen, that it caused the, it caused the kingdom to be ripped apart, torn apart, amen, and separated where um, 10 of ten of the kingdoms that he was over was given over, that was taken from their lineage and handed over in the hand of another, over in the hand of another. As we found Solomon, you know, as he began to do the very things that God had told him not to do the very things that the Israelites, even things that the Israelites was forbidden to do. You know, he he married um, all these foreign women that he married in these other nations when when they was called not to intermarry with them because he uh, God knew that they would turn their hearts against him and to their other god and to their gods, causing them to idolize other gods. And we know that that is very much forbidden. Um, that's that's one of the the very things that are forbidden as children of the Most High God. So strategies on how to preserve the kingdom, preserve your family, preserve um, the ministry that God has placed upon you, preserve your business, whatever it is that He has called your, the hand of your, the work of your hand to do. Amen. The first thing we need to do, we need to watch the company that we keep. Watch the company that we keep. Even over in Psalms 1, it, it, it tells us that blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stand in the way of sinners, nor sit in the seat of scorners. And that man is blessed. That man is blessed because that man has no outside influence, no influences that will cause them to be disobedient unto the Lord. The, the, the wicked, the, the sinners, and, and the scoffers. Being in the in the company of them, being in the company of them, um, Amen. They they would eventually ask you to join that in which they're doing. 
development character and spiritual commitment, it just begins to decline because of his associations, the type of associations, the company, the type of companies that, that he was keeping even in the marriage, even when he, he married unbelievers, even in his marriages. And we, I, I don't even want to go with the marriages because that just should uh, that shouldn't take place anyway. But that's a whole nother. That's when we're doing the marriage campaign. We'll, we'll deal with that spirit. Amen. But um, he married unbelievers, and his unbelieving wives eventually led him astray. And God warns us against evil associations. God warns us of being in the company. Of those that don't know him, don't believe in him, uh, for the, for those who just who, who who want to mock him, he 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 warns us, and he warns us for a reason, so that the company that we keep won't corrupt our morals, won't corrupt our morals. Um, First Corinthians fifteen and thirty three says, "Do not be misled. Bad company corrupts good morals." So we got to be very careful in the company that we keep. So that they want to be an, an influence in causing us to, like if in Solomon's situation, causing him to idolize and worship other gods. We have to watch our companies. Our companies won't, 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 won't cause us to join in with them committing um, illegal crimes or illegal acts or doing immoral acts. We have to watch the companies that we keep so that there wouldn't be an influence on our behaviors. Because even with that influence, we find that um, what began to happen to Solomon, the word of the Lord says his attitude changed towards God. Solomon's attitude changed towards God. And even as his attitude changed towards towards God and he began to worship other gods and, and things of that nature. I mean, he, he had to have an attitude of such a, a, a bit of arrogance because, you know, even when his father David did wrong, he knew how to come back and, 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 and repent and get things back back right and back in order with the Lord. But we, we see that this attitude changed with, with Solomon that, that Solomon had not captured that repentance heart. But he was he was swayed by his company in such a way that his attitude toward God changed. And when his attitude toward God changed, you know, he he just continued to dis, be disobedient to the word of the Lord. And because of this, he began to do evil in the eyes of the Lord as he was not following the Lord completely. God want our whole heart. The word says God, um, Solomon's heart turned away from the Lord. His heart turned away from the Lord. 
and it caused him not to obey his commandments. It caused him to have a spirit of disobedience. And because of this, the kingdom was taken away. How can two, why we cannot, why we have to watch our company that we keep, how can two walk together unless they agree? If if we can't agree, if we can't agree on the things of the Lord, if we can't be in a place of agreement, then how can we how can we walk together? Because one will always be in, be one will always be trying to influence the other. One will always try to influence the other. That's why you know we're called not to marry un, unequally yoked. Not to not to even marry unequally yoked because we got to be uh, be able to walk in places of agreement. Because when we're walking in places of agreement, then that in which we are building, that in which God has given unto us, it it will stand because it won't be divided. The word says a divided house cannot stand. So if we can't walk in places of agreement, we cannot stand. And this is why we see that the kingdom is being divided. Um, the, the, the kingdom found itself in, in a place of division, being taken from out of the hand of Solomon, being taken apart, dismantled. He was no longer walking in a place in, a, in agreement um, with the Lord. He was divided between all these other gods and all these other things. we got to stay in a place of agreement with the Lord, and even with standing in a place of agreement in the Lord, our company, the company that we keep, we got to be walking in agreement even with the company that we keep, our business relationships, our friendships, uh, definitely our uh, our marriages. You enter into marriage, you 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 got to be on one accord. You got to be equally yoked. You got to be able to walk in agreement. So that even as your families are being built and your ministry is being built and your business is being is being is being built, that you're walking in a place of unity. That you're walking in a place of unity and you're building in a in a place of unity and, and, and you're moving forth in a place of unity which which causes you to grow and not to be hindered or stagnated or not to be dis, dis, um, demolished. That's why having, you know, relationships, whether no matter what what time, what kind it is, is very important. You don't want the works of your hands to be in vain because you 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 connected with the wrong you you got you connected with the wrong business partner or the wrong ministry partner or you connected with the wrong friendship and and it and it caused and it brought forth division. And that in which the works of your hands, that in which God has called you to do, is tore down by the, through the agreements that that you've made to those the companies that you're keeping. And that's the other thing we have to make sure that we take wise counsel. We have to make sure that we take wise wise counsel. As we watch the company that we keep, we have to attain wise counsel counsel from from those who is of the Lord. And we're taking wise counsel, counsel where we follow instructions 
of wise counsel, counsel of wisdom. Now, what is what is what does wise counsel counsel of the Lord look like? First of all, it won't contradict the word of the Lord. That's going to be first, foremost, important. It will never wise counsel would never tell you to do anything that is contrary to the word of the Lord, because they understand um, that the word of the Lord is what what you what you stand on, what you live by, and and it is the very thing that's going to sustain that in which God has given you. So it would never take you into a place or give you information or advice that is contrary to the word of the Lord. We even find here um, um, Rehoboam that even as he consults the elders, those that was giving him sound advice, the word said, he rejected it, and we got to be a people not to reject the soundness of the soundness of wisdom. And it said that he rejected the advice of the elders, and then he consulted he consulted the young men who he had grew up with, and they gave him advice that was in error. It gave him advice that caused the people to turn against him because it showed the wickedness in their hearts. But they, the, the elders told him, he said, wait, if, they said, if, if you will be a servant to these people and serve them and give them a favorable answer. He said, they will always be your servant. He said, they said, they'll, they'll serve you. They'll serve you. But instead of taking the wise counsel, he took the, the uh, counsel of the wicked. The counsel of the wicked. And even with that counsel, I mean, you're the king. You're, you're the king and then you go get advice. You you go get advice of from those that are, are un. You, you go get um, advice for those who are just not even at your status. Those who have not been raised up, um, raised up in what it is that you have been raised up in. When you know that the elders. You know the elders have was there for your fathers. You know for your fathers and and and, and your 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 forefathers. You know so the elders they they've been there. They walk. They they've consulted the king. They served his father, so you knew if they served your father, a man who um at, when he was king, then of course what they the advice that they would give you would surely be of value. But he rejected it. We we can't be a people that reject sound counsel and follow the instructions of fools. We cannot do that because it will mess us up. It will it that that has caused people families to be destroyed. That has caused ministries to be destroyed. That have caused business to be destroyed because the followed counsel that was not favorable into the eyes of the Lord, that wasn't right in the eyes of the Lord, and it was just wicked counsel. 
and everything that people have built, things that people have put their heart in, things that have been ripped out of their hand, torn apart because the counsel that they that they took. was not of the Lord, was not of people that was walking in the things of the Lord. And they gave counsel contrary to the things of the Lord, and, and because of that, they lost much. They lost much. The word of the Lord says this, Proverbs 11 and 14, where there is no guidance, a people falls. But in the abundance of counsel, there is safety. In the abundance of counsel, those that is of the Lord, there is safety. Proverbs 19, 20, 21 says, listen to advice and accept instructions that you may gain wisdom in the future. Many are the plans of the mind of man, but it is the purpose of the Lord that will stand. We have to make sure, even if, and let me say this too, because I know I talked about, we talked about those receiving wise counsel, but we got to be a people that even when people come and speak to us for counsel, to be counseled, to, for advice, that we, we don't give advice out of our flesh, but we give advice according to the Spirit of the Lord. We give advice according to the spirit of the Lord. Whether we, you know, it says the word of God, it, it says all scriptures are breed out by God and it's profitable, profitable for teaching, reproofing, correction, and for training in righteousness. We, we, don't, we don't speak out of our flesh. We don't touch and agree with the flesh or those who come in to, give, um, to get counsel. We speak in the absolute truth. We speak in the absolute truth. Amen. Even if the counsel has to be a rebuke. Unto those who came and get it We speak in the absolute truth Why? Because we want to be leading people to truth We want to lead people in, in, uh, Where people can be sustained And that in which God has placed before them So that it can be preserved So that it won't be ripped out of their hands So we also got to be a people As we got to be a people to accept wise counsel We also got to be a people that Give wise 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 counsel and if you ain't if, if somebody come and ask you some stuff that you just ain't ready to, you ain't ready for you you know you think you're gonna speak out out of your flesh and things of that nature and you ain't hearing from the spirit of god you just say look i think you need to go ask somebody else you just be very mature about the thing and say look this this is not my area um i think you should go seek someone else I think you should go seek someone else because I want to make sure that the answer that you receive is that which is going to sustain you. That which is going to sustain you and sustain that in which God has given unto you. With that being said, people, let us watch the company that we keep as we know that Bad company corrupts good morals. Let us be a people that attain and accept wise counsel. Wise counsel. Amen. So that that in which God has given unto us, it can be reserved so that our families and ministries and businesses 
can go grow stronger in the things of the Lord so that it can be fruitful and multiply. Amen. So that it will not be ripped out of our hands because of the wrong company that we kept or the wrong advice that we received. In Jesus' name. With that being said, people of God, the line is open for prayer. The line is open for um anything that God placed in your heart to release on the line. The line is also open for any testimonies. The line is open, people of God. Hey, good morning. My name is Lois. I just need you to pray for me, please. Okay. Um. Good morning. Give me your name again. Lois. L O E T. I'm from Panama City. Okay, Lois. Okay. Blessings, Lois. Um. Thank you for joining us today. Is there anything specific that you want us to pray for you for? Just over my life, I need to be at the place where I used to be with God. So I just needed to pray for me. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we're just lifting up your dear beloved daughter, oh God, your servant, oh God, Lord, before you, Lord God. We're lifting up her, oh God, upon your holy throne in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God. Lord God, your daughter's heart, oh God, on today, oh God, is to find herself, oh God, back in the place. Thank you, Lord God. Back in the place, oh God, where, oh God, she used to be with you, oh Lord God. But God, I'm going to even ask, oh God, for your daughter, for your dear beloved, oh God, that you would even do exceedingly abundantly above, oh God, that in which she asks, oh God. That, oh God, that it will be, oh God, that it will be, Lord, it won't be the same place, oh God. It won't be where she used to be, oh God, but it will be at a greater dimension, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Ah, thank you, Lord. That it will be in a greater dimension, O oh God, a greater place, O oh God, hallelujah, O oh God, a greater relationship, O oh Lord, in the name of Jesus, O oh God, with where it will be, O oh God, that you will take her, O oh God, hallelujah, in the name of Jesus. That, O oh God, that even, O oh God, in the familiar places, O oh God, yes, she won't find you, O oh God, because you're calling, O oh God, oh, in higher places, O oh God, in the name of Jesus, to meet you in higher realms and in higher dimensions in your glory, O oh God, as you're calling her, O oh God, to move up, oh God, to move and advance, oh God, oh Lord, in the greater things of you, oh God, as you opening a, a one to have a desire, oh God, to open up her mind, oh Lord God, oh God, to even the greater works, the greater things, oh God, that you've even called out for her life, oh God. We ask, oh God, in the name of Jesus, that you would strengthen her, oh God, in the name of Jesus, oh God, that you would replenish her, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God, to push to push, oh Lord, to push, oh God, to push, oh God, past the distractions, oh God, to push, oh God, past situations and circumstances, oh God, but to push, oh God, to reach you, oh Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, to reach you, oh God, like never before, in new heights and new dimensions and new realms, places, oh God, that you've never seen and never been before, in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God, let, oh God, have a Lord God. 
God, like the woman of the issue of blood, oh God, that even know God, in spite of the situation and the circumstances, in spite of her weakness, oh God, in spite of her condition, oh God, oh that that there was a determination, Lord, to reach the hem of your garment, oh Lord God, so that she can be made whole, Lord God, and we're thanking you, oh God, for even know God that type of determination, being, oh God, Lord God, um, Lord God, bestowed upon your dear daughter, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God, that she would move, oh God, she would move, oh God, just like, hallelujah, the woman who had issue with blood, oh God, where, oh God, she didn't give up, oh God, that was a zeal, oh God, just to touch you, and we're thanking you, God, that even, oh God, hallelujah, Lord God, that even, oh God, as you're calling her to new places and to new realms and new, to, to new dimensions, oh God, in the name of Jesus, that she would continue to press her way through the crowdedness of life, the crowdedness of situations, the crowdedness of circumstances, that she will press through the pain and even press through the hurt and, and press through it all, oh God, just to reach you in the name of Jesus, in, in the name of Jesus, that, oh God, that there will be such a perseverance that she will not stop until, oh God, she find you in the name of Jesus. And even, oh God, we thank you, oh God, that even as she search, surely she'll find you in the name of Jesus. As she search with her whole heart, that you're there waiting. You're waiting, oh God, to rekindle the relationship. Thank you, Lord God. You're, you're waiting, oh God, to just be back in your the presence of your dear beloved daughter. Even, oh God, in a greater place of intimacy with her, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Give her the strength. Give her, Lord God. Give her, oh God, the deeper insight. Oh, Lord God, to find you and to meet you there as you're waiting. We thank you, Lord God. We thank you, oh, Lord God, for waiting with your arms open for your dear beloved daughter so that you can even begin to take her places that she's only dreamed about so that they can even begin to manifest in her life in the name of Jesus. God, we give you the glory. We give you the praise. And it is in the mighty name of Jesus that we have prayed. Amen. Amen and amen. God, we give you the absolute glory. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Lord, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Bless you, woman of God. Bless you, woman of God. The um. Thank you, woman of God. In order for a man to take a million steps, it begins with taking one step at a time. Amen. And um, I'm saying this to say is to just get in his presence. And as you get in his presence, he's going to take you where it is that he needs for you to be. Amen. He's going to take you where it is that he needs for you to be. Um, it, it's this song. Um, it's this song. I I I love it. I'm, I'm gonna see if I can. Um, um, 
if if I can find it. It's it's a song that I I, I love that I adore um, because it just it really speaks to my heart. It, it speaks to my heart, and I'm gonna see if I can um, if I can find it just to play a little bit of it for you. A little bit of it. I found the song. One second here. I'm gonna play it for a moment. Give me you. Everything else can wait. Give me you. I hope I'm not too late. Lord, give me you. Lord, give me you. I love this song, even as it talks about, you know, he said, you know, she said, Lord, give me you. Everything else can wait in. Um, and we have to be a people, you know, really everything else can wait. Everything else can wait. I, I had to, to, to come in places, Lord, you know, my spouse can wait. My children can wait. My business can wait. My career can wait. My education can wait. Everything can wait, Lord. I'm going to put everything on pause. I'm going to put everything on hold uh, so that I can be in your presence, so that I can be I can be before you because I understand that when I come to you, everything that I had to put on pause and to put on hold, you're going to take care of it. You're going to give me the answer that I need to deal with the situation, to deal with the matters. Everything else can wait. The bills can wait. Everything else can wait. Everything else can wait. Because I understand that I seek you, Lord God. In your righteousness, all things will be added unto me. Everything can wait. I can put everything on hold, everything on pause, just to be in your presence. Life will demand, life will demand all our time and all of our attention. And it will consume us in it. 
It will consume us in it. But we got to be a people. We got to put things on pause for the cause. Say, wait a minute. So that we can be balanced, so that we can be refused, and so that we can be filled and we can be renewed. Amen. And our strength to even do the things that life demands that's placed upon us. We got to be able to push everything on hold and say, wait. I got to be before God. I got to be before God. I got to get before my king. I got to get before my savior. And and I know when I was in the workforce, I believe that's why I had to come out and and be an entrepreneur because I would be at work and I would tell them I would go and I would say, look, I need to leave because I got to go home and pray. I, I just like that, and and you know, I, I had no regard to how they was gonna do what, and you know what have you. But I was going home to pray because it, it was it was I, I my spirit was calling for that, and and I knew that I I needed to be there. I I needed to 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 get into my own place of dwelling and and pray and just put everything on hold and and not allow life situations and circumstances to keep me from the presence of God. Knowing that in his presence, everything I need and everything I can ask for, everything that I can desire is right there. I find my peace. I find my strength. I find my joy. I get divine revelations and strategies on how to be victorious in every situation and every matter that is before me. In Jesus' name. So find yourself in that place where everything has to be put on hold. Everything has to be put on hold. And, and you, and, 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 and you you know, even if you have to start off where you have to schedule, you have to start off with the schedule. Hey, I'm going to spend this amount of time in the presence of the Lord each day. I'm giving my daily bread. I, I got to get my daily bread. I have to get my daily substance because it's vital. It's vital for me to be sustained. Even if you have to get up just, you know, a few few moments earlier to to get that that in what you need in in the presence of the Lord. Ain't nothing like personal one on one time with the Lord. Nothing like personal one on one time with the Lord. I get up an hour early, sometimes more than an hour early, just to get my personal time with God, to get my one on one time with the Lord so that even I can come into a corporate atmosphere you know I, I, I get my sometimes I'll be messed up before I get here but um, but all to the glory of God um, and I say messed up in a good way because I mean that communion with God be something serious amen um, glory to God but um, it's important it's very important for us to be sustained, and you're going to find out that when you begin to spend the um, spend the time with the Lord and, and and ask God meet you, you're going to find life circumstances and situations not to be such a, a a load and a burden on you, as well, as well, because even in that places of communion with Him, you know you'll you'll be lighting your your load will will be getting getting uh, much lighter as He's the burden barrier. Amen.
so thank you, Lord. We thank God for your, your for strengthening you, Amen. To put a mandate on yourself to to no matter what to get in His presence. So bless you, woman of God. Amen. The line is open, um, people of God, for prayer for um, anything that God placed on your heart to release on the line today, and um, any testimonies. Amen. Um, to God be the glory. Due to the silence, we're going to say that our hearts and minds are clear. Amen. And we bless the name of the true living God in this place. We thank God. Amen. For being who he is in our life. Um, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Um, I'm going to go ahead with our announcements. Amen. Our announcement, um, the 42 days is coming up in January. Let us govern ourselves accordingly. Let us govern ourselves accordingly. The 42 days is an international spiritual growth campaign. Amen. Where we are, where we come together um, for 42 days on the behalf of the nations. Amen. Even, you know, which also include us. Amen. Where we come and we are, we are packed. We're doing, um, we're, we're coming before the Lord. Um, we have our corporate sessions where we come twice a day, but there also there is a fast portion. There, um, a few different fast components, um, in these 42 days. Again, we're looking to grow spiritually. We're looking to out for our borders to be stretched. Amen. Um, glory to God. And with that, in order for our borders to be stretched, Amen. We have to push. Beyond our current capacity, beyond our current capacity, and um, and what this 42 days uh, does, it, it it gives us um that in which we need to to push just a little bit further, push a little bit more, so that we can be expanded um into into the into the greater in which God has called us to be. So it's very various components here. Um, there is a, there is a component, Amen, where where you make a pledge, where you're you're reading, um, you're you're reading. So much a day, and you're praying so much a day personally, Amen. And in, in in addition to the corporate morning 5 a.m. session and the 9 p.m. session, Amen. Um, as we're we're coming together, I mean, because we're just in the presence these 42 days, we're in the presence of the Lord like never before. In addition, um, it is um um there's a fast compo- um component, a food a physical a food fast portion, Amen. Um, where we're giving up. Um, all meat products, and we're giving up all prepackaged um, items, prepackaged seasons, and things of that nature. Where we're eating fresh fruit, fresh um, vegetables um, for our fruit. We only have them steamed. They're very good. Um, with, with even with your your um, your food being your vegetables being only steamed. It, with st- vegetables being steamed, it comes with um, great benefits. You know as well. Um, we only drink water, water only throughout the duration of the fast. Amen. That's the only type of beverage that we will drink is um, just water. Glory to God. Um, thank you, Jesus. There is also a component where we combat the seven deadly sins 
we come back to seven deadly sins where we make up a, a, a daily pledge um to do to do a few things um to do a few things that come against those um seven deadly sins to keep us um from being um a product of 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 lust, gluttony, greed, slothfulness, wrath, envy, and and pride. Amen. Um well we just come back in and we just pledge um we pledge, you know, um not to get angry. We pledge to compliment people, um, compliment someone every day, not to gossip. We we pledge um to stop eating before we get full. We we pledge to give something to somebody every day, no matter how big or how small it is. Um we we pledge to um to to be more in our word and, and, and also in prayer with God in our personal time, um, to, to come back that spiritual laziness. Amen. Um, thank you, Jesus. And and we pledge, um for for those who are dealing with the spirit of lust that for for um for you to um no longer uh, flirt and you know and things of that nature things that operate off the spirit of of lust I just don't have all the information in front of me right now but it's a very powerful you know 42 days and um for those who just you know partake in I mean to, to partake in the fullness is the glory amen um um glory to God to take in the fullness of it just imagine the things that God will do in your life amen as you're spending more time with him that you're operating um according to his ordinance amen um in 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 the name of Jesus that you're 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 doing things that that really please him and of course you know there's some things that just ain't gonna manifest in our life without prayer and fasting amen we pray but there's some things that we got to add fasting to it if we don't turn over the plate um there's some demonic spirits and demonic forces just just not moving until we get ourselves in the proper position and in the proper place um um glory to god um thank you jesus so we got to be equipped suited and booted amen for the things of the lord you can go to the website at divine-order.org/42 to get more details about it amen glory to god we're still looking for intercessors and um empowerment leaders to come on the line and intercede and to speak a word of empowerment. Now, the intercessor, we have specific prayer topics that the intercessor would pray about on on specific days. So um, the intercessor would lead us in prayer on that specific topic and then flow according to how God, whatever, how God, what God places on their heart to, to flow. Amen. Um, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. The word of empowerment leader, um, they would take for that particular session, the word of empowerment leader, they would take the two chapters that we're reading and they would extract a word of the Lord from it. Amen. Very much similar to, um, similar to what I do, um, you know, every day, just, you know, grab, hold to, you know, something to release unto the people, um, also the glory of God, you know, thank you, Jesus, um, and we bless God for that, amen, but we're still looking for leaders to sign up, word of empowerment leaders, as well as intercessors, um, glory to God, so go out, check out the line, as always, make sure you pray, Amen. Pray, 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 and ask God what is your portion in the 42 days. Glory to God. We also need announcement. Those who would um, give announcements and those who would um, would do the welcome 
and greetings. Amen. Um, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. You could just reach out to me for the welcome and the greeting portion. Amen. Um, on the line, but we definitely look forward to um to what God is going to do. This is our fourth year. We're entering into our fourth year. Yeah, I believe our fourth year. Amen. And um, we're praising God for that. Um, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Also, um, people of God. Um, also, people of God, um, get the information out, amen, ways that you can help, amen, to just continue to get the information out about the line, um, what it is that God is doing on the line, amen, um, glory to God. Pastor, if you're on Facebook, you can get the um, flyer from my from my, um, from my my Facebook page or from the um, ministries um, page, the ministries page, Divine um, Order Restoration Ministries is our page. You can get it from our page, and I think it's um, Dorm 7, if I, I'm not mistaken. But um, if you type in Divine Order Restoration Ministries, it will definitely come up, and you can share the flyer um, from there. You know, share it on your wall. You know, share it on other social medias. You can also um, send, the, um, send, the, send the number out, amen, um, via text, you know, to people that you know. Um, glory to God to just get the word out so that they too can be blessed in the word, they too can grow in the word, amen, they too can be empowered in the word, um, glory to God, so that um, destinies can be unleashed and um, people can be empowered to move forth in the things of our holy God, amen, um, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. That will be all of our announcements. Um, I, let me do say this because I do know it's coming up. Um, the very first weekend in February, we're having the Love Fest, the Love Fest. Amen. It will be in the Decatur, Georgia area, and you're going to begin to hear more and more and more about the Love Fest. Amen. Um, all to the glory of God. Um, you'll hear more and more about it, um, glory to God, in the weeks to come, in the weeks to come. And we're excited about what God is going to do um, in, in the Love Fest, in the Love Fest. Amen. And as he um, ministered to his 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 sons and his daughters um, about love, about love, and um, with loving him, loving ourselves, and being able to love others, and um, in such a way that that causes us to walk in places of purity. Amen. Um, glory to God. Um, thank you, Jesus. To walk places and walk in places of wholeness. Amen. All to the glory of the Most High God. So we're excited about that, and we'll get more information out. Amen. Um, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. That'll be our second major event that comes out um, outside of the forty-two, the forty-two days. But we're looking for some powerful things to even take place in that. Um, thank you, Jesus. With that being said, people of God, I'm going to go ahead and, and we're going to go ahead and give our command for today. Our command for today is simply this, is to um, to just trust in the Lord. Trust in the Lord. Trust in the Lord with your with all your heart, with all your soul, with all the essence of your beings. Amen. Um, trust in the Lord in every matter, in every situation. Trust that 
God will deliver you out of the hand of the enemy. Trust that God will provide for you because he is your present help. Trust that God will heal you because he is Jehovah, Father, God that healeth. And as you trust in the word of the Lord and you trust in the Lord and in the word of the Lord, you will find it manifesting in your very life. In your very life, in in the name of Jesus, it is that in which you trust God in and trust God for. That is the very thing that he will manifest in your life. If you don't trust him with it, if you don't trust him with it, then he cannot do anything for you in that area until you place it over into his hand. Because God is a gentleman, and um, God is a gentleman, and he don't mind stepping out the way and, and, and allowing you to do whatever it is that you need to do until you come to the place and to the point to say, you know what, I I, it, I, I can't do nothing with it. I got to place it over into the hand of the Lord. And when you place it over into the hand of the Lord and you allow it to stay there, you're going to see his work be performed in your life in that area. In the name of Jesus, as God is concerned about each and every last one of us, he just wants us to trust him and believe in him and allow him to do the work in our lives, in the situation and in the matter, so that all will know that God is not dead. He is still yet alive, and he still performs miracles, signs, and wonders on the behalf of his dear beloved. In the name of Jesus, with that being said, mighty people of God, Go in the love, the joy, the peace, the favor, and the anointing of our most holy Savior, who is none other than Jesus the Christ. And it is in his most holy and majestic name that we have convened in intercession and we have been empowered. Amen, amen, and amen. To God be the absolute glory. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Goodbye.